0: Welcome to the audio podcast ministry of The Bridge. In all that we do, our priority is to lead all people from all places to be all in with Jesus. We hope that by providing this message in this way, it will be an encouragement to those of you who have already decided to follow Jesus, as well as a way home for those of you who have not yet said yes to Him. You can find out more, as well as support this ministry, by going to bridgeclarksville.com. We have looked over the last few weeks at Christmas uh, in a different kind of way. We've approached it through the sounds of Christmas. We've looked at the sound of silence, the sound of bells, and then last week we looked at the songs, the carols of Christmas. And tonight I want us to get to the one that's perhaps most memorable and makes the most sense now, and that is the cry of a baby. And because of the way we're doing church here today, I imagine we might get some illustrations here in a moment. So I... (laughs) I understand that. I'm fully aware of it. Um, We all hear it, so we're just gonna kind of move on, do the very best we can with that. Uh, It's kind of hypocritical to, to jump on that while we're talking about the sound of a baby's cry. But the cry of a baby and just the presence of a baby changes everything, amen. It changes everything, and we all know that, whether you're a parent or whether you've been around kids, you know just the very presence of a child makes things different. There's no way you can interject a child into an atmosphere, into a home, into an environment and not change something. No one brings a child in, whether it's their child or the child of a friend or a family member, no one brings a child in and says, I'll just continue doing what I was doing before. Uh, Everything changes. Your outlook, the way you view things, what you put up, what you take away, what you hide, what you show... Uh, That happened for us. We have two children in our family. My wife and I have two kids, and the first child we have in our family was born in 1999. And there is a blind spot for me uh, th- for those, just a period of years, really, from 99 to 02. I'm kind of out on it. Uh, I'm one of those guys that doesn't forget a lot of things. That's uh, a blessing and a curse. Um, but, so when we play trivia, like you want me on your team, whether it's a lyric, whether it's a movie quote, whether it's historical fact, whether it's world history, whether it's World War I, World War II, you want me on your team in trivia, unless you're dealing with anything between 1999 and about 2002 because that is a blind spot for me. I missed out on the glory of NSYNC and Britney Spears. I missed out on Beverly Hills 90210, Dawson's, I missed out, all that stuff. I am completely out. I have no idea what went on during that time because a baby changed our lives and everything revolved around that child. And the cry of a baby even more because the cry of a baby causes a reaction. It forces us to do something. You don't just ignore it and move on. There is some sort of response you have to give. And when you and I cry, something's wrong. And so we hear the cry of a baby and we think there's something wrong. What can I do? Is the child hungry? Do I need to give the child food, milk, whatever the case may be? Is the child dirty? Does the diaper need to be changed? Do I need to do something there? There's something going on When the truth is, what we experienced, at least as parents, is sometimes there's nothing wrong at all. And there were times when our daughter had a full belly, she had been burnt, she had been changed, she was clean, she smelled better than she ever had, and yet she was screaming her head off. And there was nothing wrong. And we, as a family unit, decided we were going to do what I guess is called allowing the child to cry it out. We knew that was a thing. We also knew the danger of responding every time our child cries, because if you did that, you probably have an adult child sitting too close to you right now, probably. If you did, if you responded to everything, sometimes you just gotta let it go. So we would shut the door, we would walk around, we would turn up the television, we would turn on music. I would go outside and sit on the front porch from time to time. Sometimes we would take the child and put her in the back seat and we would drive around hoping the hum of the car or music or both would put her to sleep. We tried so much to get that cry to go away. And the truth is, there was nothing wrong. She was simply trying to get our attention because she wanted our affection and she wanted our presence. She wanted to be close to us. That was it. And she was going to scream until she lost her voice or until we caved in one or the other. And that's why she sounds like Kenny Rogers today. We just kind of let that thing roll on and it's just kind of a sexy, raspy voice now that's there... But it's truthfully because of how many times we tried to let her cry it out. And some of you have spent your entire lives waiting on the baby Jesus just to cry out, just to be done with it. And you've walked away and you've shut the door and you've turned up the noise of your life and you've gotten in your car and you've driven and you've run and you've done everything you can to distance yourself from the voice just to make it stop. And yet here you are again this Christmas again, hearing the cry of a baby. And it's that cry that I want us to just think on for a moment because it's not necessarily an indication that something is wrong. I mean, if nothing was wrong, Jesus would not have come. But Jesus was first and foremost wanting our attention as he wanted our affection and he wanted our presence. He wanted to be with us and he wanted us to be with him. He wanted there to be a nearness and therefore we have the cry of a baby in Bethlehem 2000 years ago that we're celebrating even today. Now, in times past, other Christmas eves, other Christmas times, I've done my best to pull out the Christmas story and try to explain it in a different kind of way and make it fresh so that you'll pay attention. But today in a different way, I actually want to read you the Christmas story, the real Christmas story, as it was written and preserved for us. Because truthfully, what I try to do every Christmas is to try to do a better job of telling the story, and I'm failing every year. Matthew, Mark, and, or Matthew and Luke did, did just fine. Um, so I want to read to you the Christmas story, and I'll ask if you can to read. I imagine we'll be interrupted with the cry of a baby at some point, and that's, that'll be okay. Um, But I hope that God will allow you to put yourself in that position to be reminded of what it's all about. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. How will this be, Mary, asked the angel. I'm a virgin. And the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child at her old age. And she, who was once said to be unable to conceive, is actually in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. because he will save his people from their sins. And all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord commanded him. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world This was the first census that was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth and Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth. To her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them anywhere. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace on those whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. Of all the sounds of Christmas, it's the cry of a baby that's the hardest to ignore. It's the one we can't just pretend didn't happen. It happened and we have to respond. We have to decide how we are going to handle the baby. We can do what a lot of us parents do. We turn up the noise and hope it goes away and hope it stops. But every year he keeps crying and every year his people keep telling us of the glory that took place on that night and how it's still possible today. And if you're not yet a follower of Jesus, that cry of that baby It's being heard one more time. And I wish I could tell you that you'll have all the years in front of you. You'll be able to choose next year and the next and the next, but we never know how long we're gonna have to be able to make that decision. We never know when we'll hear the baby cry for the last time. And so I want to encourage you, if you're not a follower of Jesus, to let this be the Christmas you kneel down and you hear the cry of the manger, and you hear ultimately in the distance the cry of the cross. Because the end of Luke 2 says he grew up in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and man. But eventually, he fell out of favor with a few influential men, and he allowed them to take his life. And three days later, he walked out of the tomb and said, this is why I came to Bethlehem. And if you're not a follower of Jesus, this is your time. And so I want to encourage you in just a moment to pray with me to invite Jesus into your life, to say, I no longer just want to sing about Jesus and I no longer want to celebrate holidays. I want to know the Christ of Christmas. And then I wanna challenge you to take that card in the seat back in front of you and indicate, i become a follower of Jesus. I'm ready to be baptized. I cannot think of a better way to end 2023 and start the next year than next Sunday for you to follow through with baptism and then begin living life the way it was intended to be lived. So will you pray with me now? If you're not a follower of Jesus, I want to encourage you to follow him now. If you are a follower of Jesus, you ought to know this is the most important thing that happens at any point, any time in any service. And you need to be praying like you've never prayed before that those around you who have not yet followed him would say yes to him today. Father, we bow before you, knowing there is a manger that we cannot deny. And knowing 33 years later, there was a cross that we cannot ignore. And all of that together reminds us of why you came, why Emmanuel, God with us, is so precious and so powerful to us. You came to our earth to walk in our shoes, to live the lives that we've lived, but do so in a perfect and sinless way so that you could be the lamb except for everyone in this place who's not a follower of jesus i pray that this is the moment they would call out and understand who christ is and be able to worship this christmas for the first time and for those who have tried to drown out your voice that they once heard so clearly i pray that today would be a day to come home father we cannot ignore what you did for us and we thank you for the change you've begun in us and our hearts are open to receive all that you have for us this Christmas. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you live in the area, we hope you will soon join us in person. If you were unable to do that, we hope you will continue to stay connected with us by following this podcast and sharing it with your friends. For more information, go to bridgeclarksville.com.